Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello and welcome to the Karma You podcast. This is your host, Chloe Brotheridge. I'm a coach, a hypnotherapist, and I'm the author of The Anxiety Solution and Brave New Girl. And this podcast is all about helping you to become your calmest, happiest, and most confident self. Hello, hello. Hope you're doing well today. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Calming You podcast. So today, I'm going to talk about work stress and how to cope with work stress. It's something that I think, I mean, stress is inevitable. Stress is inevitable, but since the pandemic, our levels of stress about work have gone up significantly. So I wanted to do an episode talking about this whole area and offering some support for you if you're really struggling with, with work stress. Before we get into the podcast, I have made a new, brand new free resource called the Work Stress Breakthrough. It's a free guide to help you to discover the the real big issues that you have at work and exactly what it is that you need to do to to move things forwards and to feel better. So there's a free journal, there's a coaching video that I've made for you. You can download it at karma-u.com forward slash stress. So it's karma-u.com forward slash stress to get the work stress breakthrough. So if you're if you're struggling with with stress at work, you are definitely not alone. Some research by HSE Health and Safety Executive found that in the UK our stress levels have gone up between 2020 and 2021 because of the pandemic. And work is one of our biggest sources of stress as humans. It's like work and money, which kind of are very kind of closely linked in a way are the biggest sources of stress that we have in our lives. And we spend so much of our time at work and it really does make such an impact on our happiness and our health and those of our families. It's really important to to do everything we can to make it a good experience for us and manage our work stress in the best way that we can. So there was a study done, I'll link to this in the show notes, said that 23% say that work in general makes them feel stressed and 18% of us say that workload demands are another cause of stress. So this is like I hear or have been hearing a lot about workloads and how it always seems like there's more work, like it's never done, like people want more, what's what's that saying? Like people want the world on a stick. (laughs) 
<laughs> I remember hearing that phrase when I used to work in uh, used to work in advertising and in in Manchester, and they came up with these funny funny phrases: "The world on a stick." People want the world on a stick, and they want it now. They want it yesterday. So there's a lot of workload stress and different things that I'll talk about in the course of this podcast. So just quickly to cover like the signs of work stress, you probably know when you're stressed at work, but it can be that you've got increased levels of anxiety, that you're finding it hard to concentrate. Maybe you're having racing thoughts, trouble sleeping. Maybe you're more irritable or even aggressive because you're stressed, you're getting headaches, aches and pains, getting more coughs and colds, or maybe like physically sweating or shaking or having chest pain even can all be signs of, yeah, stress at work. And one of the, the, probably the worst ways that this can manifest itself is in our relationships because, you know, you ask people what's most important in life and nine times out of 10 people will say their loved ones, their relationships. And yet a very common occurrence that can happen when we're stressed at work is who does it get taken out on? I know I take, if I'm feeling stressed, it's Aiden that gets it in the neck. We take it out on the people that are closest to us, and that can be our partners, our families, our kids, that sort of thing. Even colleagues, when we're getting stressed, we take it out on other people. And so because relationships are so important to our lives, you know, it's another reason to really look at our level of stress at work and address it. So one of the first things to say about this, in terms of something that you can actually do, is around boundaries. And there's so much that I can say about boundaries. I talk about this quite a lot in my book, The Confidence Solution. So if you want to check that book out, there's loads of practical tools and things in there. But boundaries are one of those things that we're not really ever taught. And particularly if you're a woman, I don't want to stereotype too much, but as women, we tend to be raised to be the caregivers, the nice ones, the good girls, And good girls don't set boundaries, they don't say no, they don't ask for what they want. And a result of this can be that perhaps you're the one who is taking on extra work for other people, you're helping others, you're putting other people first before yourself. You might find it hard to ask for what you want and need at work or say no when someone's asking you to do something that you haven't got capacity for. So we really need to address this. And I, it's it's hard to do. It's not easy. It's really uncomfortable because many of us are in, you know, we've been conditioned over many, many years to be this way. And it can be uncomfortable for us and it can be, you know, difficult for the people on the receiving end of that. You know, if you're known at work for being the person that everyone, I don't know, maybe they tell, everyone tells you their problems or maybe everyone knows that, if they need help with like, I don't know, the printer, like you're going to be the one that's going to drop everything and and help them. Once you start saying no and setting boundaries and and speaking up for yourself, it might be a bit strange for people. They might even get angry about the fact that now you're setting boundaries, but it will be so worth it because once you're able to set boundaries, you're less likely to feel overwhelmed, you're less likely to feel burnt out, resentful even to other people because you're doing things that you don't want to do. So I invite you to really look into this. And one of my favourite things to think about in terms of boundaries is to first of all, get really good at listening to yourself 
and listening to your own body because again you know how this constantly comes up with with clients we often don't know what our needs are and if I was if I was going to say to you what what are your needs you know firstly you might have some thoughts about like oh I, I don't am I allowed to have needs what are needs I don't know what my needs are you might know what you want but not what you need so getting clear on what your needs are and what is a non-negotiable for you, really, in terms of your well-being, your stress levels at work. And I recommend getting into the habit of tuning into your body and listening and feeling into what is a yes for you and what's a no for you. Because very often we just say yes to things. And I know this all too well, saying yes and then regretting it later or saying yes because I didn't feel like it was okay for me to say no or because I was put on the spot and I couldn't find the words to say no or find the the reason and so just the first step is just tuning into our bodies asking us asking ourselves is this a yes or a no for me is this a yes or a no for me and if you if that takes a bit of time for you to do instead of giving an answer on the spot you know can you take on this extra work do you want to volunteer to do this tell them let me think about it and I'll get back to you. Because that will buy you time. And then you can really think about what it, what it is that you want. You can tune into your body and ask yourself what it is that you want. This episode of the Karma You podcast is sponsored by Murad Skincare. Founded by Dr. Howard Murad, MD, Murad Skincare is a line of clinically proven cruelty-free products that meet the meticulous standards for safety, efficacy and care you'd expect from a doctor. And Murad have launched a podcast called Well Connected by Murad, which connects the dots between science and wellness. The first season of their podcast includes guest appearances from Charlotte Zoller, author of the Teen Vogue column Ask a Fat Girl, the budget nista herself, Tiffany Alish, with her financial wholeness checklist, and Dr. Manib Shah, Derm Doctor on TikTok who debunks viral skincare myths. Find the podcast Well Connected by Murad wherever you listen to podcasts. And you can also save 20% on Murad skincare if you go to murad.co.uk or murad.com if you're in the States. Enter the code KARMAU at checkout to save 20% and get free shipping on all orders over $60. So that code is KARMAYOU, all in capitals, all one word, C-A-L-M-E-R-Y-O-U. So the next thing around work stress is I just highly recommend. Now, for some of you, you're not going to like this. (laughs) You're not going to want to hear this, but having some kind of morning routine. And I know maybe you're a parent, maybe you've got a newborn, maybe you've got elderly parents you're taking care of. It might not be that easy to have like an extensive morning routine or something like that. But having some kind of morning routine, a way to set yourself up for the day, a way to set the tone to manage your stress levels, because the morning is a time when naturally our cortisol levels, our stress hormone levels are naturally higher in the morning. That's what helps us to wake up in the morning, get going. But it can be an anxious time in the morning. It can be a stressful time in the morning. So having some kind of routine whether that's, yeah, you do a few different things and can take your time or whether it's you do, you know, five minutes of something, five minutes of meditation, five minutes of exercise, 
something short and sweet that can just set the tone for the day. You're taking a bit of time for yourself and it's going to pay off for the rest of the the day if you can get yourself into a calmer state in the morning. So have a think about what your morning routine could be. And yes, that might mean waking up a little bit earlier in order to do this. But so many people (laughs) say that it's worth it to have that time for yourself, to have that quiet time before before the kids have woken up, before everyone else is up and about in the house, to have that quiet time for yourself where you journal or you drink your coffee in peace or you meditate or you, you know, I know a few people have morning baths. That sounds glorious, frankly. And I have a bath in my house. I quite miss baths, but yeah, having a morning bath or something sounds very, very indulgent, but I think... If that's what makes you feel good, it's worth it. You're worth it, babes. You're worth it. Have that morning bath. So the next thing just to talk about is is coping with a heavy workload. So this is something that very often comes up. And it might seem as though, you know, you work in a job and then the expectation, like the bar gets set higher. Suddenly you're supposed to do more work and you don't have more hours in the day. You don't have more support. So it can feel just impossible. And there's a couple of things that can be going on. So firstly, yes, the workload may be excessive. That may well be true. And that's one issue. The second thing is that sometimes we can, when we're stressed, we get ourselves into this belief system that we can't cope, that we can't get it done. And so I invite you just to reflect on, even though you might feel like you have a really heavy workload, do you always end up getting it done? Do you always manage And if that's the case, perhaps it's not that you have too much to do, but it's your relationship with what you're doing. And it's the attitude that you have, or it's your mindset around what you're doing. And so that's something that you can change, you know, doing things like meditation, doing things like making sure you're having breaks, making sure you're breathing deeply, you're consciously relaxing your body can all help you to feel as though you can cope, or even just saying, you know, saying positive things to yourself, you know, reminding yourself that you can cope, reminding yourself that you can, you can handle it. I guess there are also, of course, going to be people whereby the workload is too much. And in that situation, you know, the, the truth of the matter is, is that if you're stressed and overwhelmed and overworked, the quality of your work is not going to be as good. Our brains flourish when we're calm, when we're, you know, our, it's really interesting what happens in the brain when we're stressed. <laughs> Basically, the front part of your brain, the rational part of the brain, the frontal cortex is responsible for helping us to make decisions and think rationally about things. When we're in fight or flight, we are, yeah, the blood flow actually goes from other parts of the brain more towards the amygdala blood flow goes to your limbs, away from your digestive system so you can run away or fight. It's not optimal for decision-making, creativity, for good relationships, for focus and productivity. It's really like the antithesis of this. So the truth is you're going to do better work if you're calmer. So can you find a way to communicate to somebody that you know, you're so stressed that you're unable to to really carry out your job in the way that you want to. That might mean talking to someone at work, your manager, 
supervisor, someone higher up. It might mean delegating tasks, asking for help. It might mean, you know, looking at becoming more organized and trying to really prioritize in an effective way. Like what process do you have for figuring out what is most important and urgent and doing those things first? Because so many of us can get caught up in busy work or things that we don't really need to be doing that can, can take up a lot of our time and add to our stress. I'm also a big fan of writing a done list rather than a to-do list. So the thing is, your to-do list is never going to be finished. It's always getting added to. There's always going to be more to do. That's just a fact. And yet, so often we we might get to the, I know, I know I do this, get to the end of the day and look at my to-do list and think, oh God, I hardly even dented it. But actually, if I think about writing a done list, what have I actually done today? And, you know, even writing those things down just so I can tick them off. <laughs> Sounds kind of sad, but it works for me. Um, helps me just to see things in a different way, to actually focus on what I have got done rather than what I haven't got done. There's always going to be more stuff that I haven't got done. So can you write a, a done list as well? It's just like an extra thing I suggest doing. So we, well, I touched on a moment ago, taking breaks. It's really important to take breaks. It actually makes you more productive. So ignore the people that say, you know, you just got to get your head down and work solidly. People are more productive when we take breaks. And weirdly, you know, we're seeing more and more about the four-day week and how people are more productive and happy working four days a week than five days a week. Kind of shouldn't make sense, but it is true. And it has to do with the fact that taking breaks, being in a calmer state, aids our productivity, aids the quality of our work. So the optimum, according to a a study that I found on Quartz, the ideal work to break ratio is 52 minutes of work followed by 17 minutes of rest. So have a think about some of the things that you could do to take a break and what you need to do in order to take that break. So is it about scheduling in that time? Is it about setting a timer for 52 minutes and then setting a timer again for the 17 minutes to take a break? So it might be that you, you know, and I recommend making a list of ways that you could take a break. So it might be that you, you, know, you go for a, make a hot drink or you go and buy a drink, you take some deep breaths, you have a stretch, maybe you read a bit of your book, call someone, chat to your colleague, chat to your housemate, get outside in nature, have a little mini nap or lie down, you know, listen to a hypnotherapy session or something like that. But make sure you have a break because it's going to reduce your stress levels. It's vital. You know, if you think about how we evolved, I often think about this, sitting at a desk, hunched over a laptop, is not in any way natural. We need movement. We need variety. And taking breaks is absolutely vital. So yeah, obviously it's such a huge topic, work stress, but just a few ideas that I've shared in this podcast today please do speak to someone. If you're really struggling, please speak to HR or your manager, or it might be that your workplace has a counselling service or a therapy service they can refer you to. Maybe you need to even speak to your doctor about how you're feeling. I'd love again to invite you to download this free guide, the Work Stress 
breakthrough, which you can get at karma-u.com forward slash stress. Again, I'll put the link in the show notes. And yeah, know that this is something that is treatable. We don't have to live our lives feeling stressed all the time. There is something we can do about it. There's lots we can do about it. And I hope you find something that works for you. Do let me know what you thought of this episode. I'm going to be talking more about work stress over the next few months. And yeah, just wishing you all the best with everything. You have been listening to the Karma You podcast with me, Chloe Brotheridge. Don't forget you can download loads of freebies for anxiety and confidence at my website, karmau.com. You can also find out about my app and my one-on-one sessions. Please do subscribe to this podcast in the Apple Podcast app. And if you have enjoyed it or found it helpful, please leave me a review. It makes a massive difference to helping the podcast get discovered by other people. And come on over and find me on Instagram. I'm hanging out there every day. You can find me at Chloe Brotheridge. Let me know what you thought of this episode. And please do share it with anyone who might need to hear this today. So I'm sending you loads of love and I hope you have a brilliant week ahead. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.